And now, a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. You know, uh, it was two weeks ago, Lori reported on the mercury that was found in some pet foods. And uh, we, we had to get the researcher on the phone who was dealing with that. Actually did it. Dr. Sarah Dunham-Cheatham is joining us. Hi, doctor. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so you decided to get 100 samples of pet food. Did you just go to the store and take uh, 100 cans off the shelf? And is it moist <laughs> pet food or hard kibble? What, what did you do? Uh, so basically, we went to the store and we identified the more commonly purchased brands, kind of starting at the lower end, kind of the Walmart and Costco shelf brands, um, and then looked at the medium and high range brands as well. And we tried to get an even distribution between dog and cat foods and dry and wet foods as well. Um, Some of the items were donated from our own houses, because we all have pets, um, and some were donated from our friends and family and peers as well, but most of them were purchased straight from the shelf. Pretty random, okay, and then what did you do? What did you find out? So for the the study that is currently out there with data, um, we basically looked for the total mercury concentrations in all of those foods. Um, So we weren't looking at the different types of mercury, just all the different types, how much is in there. Um, and we found that of the 101 samples that we tested, that 16 of those samples actually had mercury concentrations above the maximum tolerable limit set by the FDA for pets. For, for, so. for, for pet food, so does that mean somebody has violated FDA regulations? Absolutely not, because the FDA doesn't have regulations for mercury in oh. pet foods. Oh. They have limits that they say um, animals should not be consuming more than this. It, it would be a health hazard, but there's no standard that the FDA um, can legally hold the pet food manufacturers accountable for it in their foods. So there could be lethal limits, there could be absolutely none, and it's all legal. <laughs> um, so this wow. is one of the things that we really wanted to test is, you know, the FDA is not overseeing this, the pet food manufacturers are not overseeing this. Um, what does this baseline look like for us and for our pets that we're feeding these foods to meal after meal and day after day and month after month for some for some pets like get the same food most of their life and you notice this i guess mostly in uh, tuna or fish related foods that is correct um so of the hundred foods that we tested all of the top offenders <laughs> the ones that were all above the maximum contamination are tolerable level living um excuse me were tuna based or fish based which is not surprising right humans have an advisory level where as adults we're not supposed to eat more than two cans of tuna per month um, because of the mercury concerns. And that should be hold true for pets as well. Um, and, we, you know, there's a whole literature out there of fish plus mercury um, equals bad. So, you know, but it wasn't a concern to us or a surprise to us that tuna-based uh, pet foods were the highest mercury concentration. Um, but it does show a little bit of worry for us as consumers and pet food owners um, if we're feeding our pets fish-based or tuna-based foods um, routinely. I think this would affect mostly cats. It's mostly cats, yes. And they're getting <laughs> and like... that becomes even more of a concern because cats are actually more are sensitive to mercury than most other species like dogs. And then um, they're getting like so the, 30 to 120 cans per month, too. Right. right? So I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know my cats eat two cans of wet food every day each. Um, so that's 60 cans for each cat. Daily, and if I were only feeding them tuna, that adds up to a lot of mercury in one month. Hmm. Doctor Debbie, do you know if there's any correlation between uh, mercury and, and, and certain ailments? What? Why are we so concerned about the mercury, Doctor Debbie? 
Well, I mean, uh, a lot of the big concerns are just multisystemic. We can have neurologic disorders. There are, um, you know, digestive problems that can occur as well. Um, and the concern with, like, you know, children is, you know, or pregnant women is, you know, the developmental um, status of, you know, altering um, an abnormal development of a fetus. Um, so that's a big concern, I'd say, that we really don't look at with, the, you know, the cats and dogs as well. So it's kind of a across the whole spectrum of things there. Dr. Sarah Dunham Cheatham is joining us. Uh, she is a postdoctoral scholar with a background in soil science and geochemistry, and she is the one that has done <laughs> the research on these 100 samples of pet food and has discovered high levels of mercury in the, in the pet foods. Uh, what do you think we need to do? Is it mostly up to regulation now? Um, well, interesting you asked that because uh, earlier this month, the House actually voted to deregulate the regulation that they have currently for pet foods. So a lot of the standards that were set and regulations that are out there or were out there set by the 2007 uh, pet food epidemic um, were just actually removed. So the FDA has even less authority now over what pet food uh, manufacturers are creating. Um, so as a pet food consumer um, and pet owner, I think the concern and the action should be um, to really pay attention to what's in your pet food, read the labels uh, suspiciously, or at least um, consider where those ingredients might be coming from, and back off the fish, <laughs> is what I can tell you, at least from the mercury side. Okay. I have so many questions still. We're going to have to take a quick break. Dr. Sarah Dunham Cheatham, this gal is responsible for the research that shows that your pet probably is consuming a little too much mercury. You found out some more stuff, too. Uh, duck and potato. There's a particular duck and potato food. Did it have duck or potato in it? And if not, what did it have in there? Uh, so we, Yeah, so there's actually two components of our current research project. So one is looking at total mercury and methylmercury, which is an organic form of mercury that's extremely toxic for um, all forms of life. But the second portion is also looking at the DNA composition of food. Um, and so uh, we've kind of done a very quick preliminary test of a couple different pet foods just to see if it was worthwhile uh, to pursue this project. But basically, we tested a duck and potato dog food, um, and we found that there was duck in the food, so that was a con- not a concern. Um, but we also found that there were sheep in the food, sheep. and there was no sheep on the label. <laughs> um, oh, no. So we do know that some of these manufacturers are using products that are not identified on the package ingredient list, which for animals that maybe have allergies or sensitivities to certain products, becomes a concern for their health. Um, and so we're also looking at the DNA composition of the foods that we'll be analyzing for mercury um, to see if the ingredients are accurate or not. It doesn't do much good to read a label then. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> that... They read with suspicion. <laughs> I think of people that, you know, um, have allergies to different food products. Sure. You know, I have several employees that are allergic to peanuts or um, shellfish. And, you know, if we really look at animals' health in the same way, we really ought to have some some significant standards to say what is in there is actually in there. So I think this is, your research is, is really important yep. to call this out and say, what is really in there, and if it's not what they're saying, then get the damn sheep out of my duck food. <laughs> and I don't want to pay for duck, but I'm getting sheep either. <laughs> I, too, appreciate your research. Who pays for it? Um, so right now we are crowdfunding our project. So we don't want any money from pet food manufacturers or big donors. We want pet food owners uh, to completely support us on this and be part of our investigation and the actions that will come out of it. Um, so we're hoping for $25,000, and that will cover 
total mercury, methyl mercury, and DNA analyses for at least 100 pet foods. Um, right now, we're at about $1,000, so you can donate at our Facebook page at facebook.com slash petfoodmercury, um, and the link to donate is on there. But it's uh, 100% of the donation comes straight to us. There's no overhead, um, and it also supports undergraduate and graduate research opportunities. We also have students um, besides myself that will be doing these analyses and and getting research experience out of it as well. Mm. All very worthwhile. Facebook.com slash Pet Food Mercury, and we'll put links to everything you've heard today over at AnimalRadio.pet. Dr. Sarah Dunham-Cheatham, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Animal Radio. Visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.